Hi, and welcome to Breaking Autopilot, a conversational podcast about intentional living. So I'm reflecting today on my 200-hour teacher, yoga teacher training um, that I just completed, received my certificate today. And as I look back over that time from a little over a year, almost a year and a half of study and training to get that certificate in bite-sized pieces, I look back at what that means to me. And I was fortunate enough to go through Yoga Fit Alliance School, which when I hear from other people, um, it is a difference, and it's a compassionate difference. And it was the right school for me at the right time. Um, Yoga was the right method of self-discovery for me, also at the right time. I had already decided to break my own autopilot. I had already decided to stop living um, on that autopilot, become intentional, focus with my kids, enjoy my work, and just do whatever I wanted to do. That sense of wonder had already begun in me because there was a sense of freedom that was coming out by being divorced and um, just choosing. And that's a big part of what life is, is choose. I choose how do I see my day. So when I began yoga, I said, why not? Why not learn to teach this? Anything that you learn to teach, you learn it better, right? And I wanted to one day help kids with anxiety and being able to calm our mind um, down was my goal. And then for me to have relaxation from pretty stressful um, work environment and um, government and stuff like that. So I, I sought it for that and got so much more out of it. Through each of the teacher trainings, we had to begin to read books, and a lot of material was taught in the class. A lot of discussions were in the class. The classes are taught to give us a lot of time for self-reflection. And, you know, sometimes you think that's kind of boring. When you go to class, you just want to take all the information in. But what the class is about is about applying the information to yourself, that you become the student so later on that you can help become the teacher for some that are ready for their own self-discovery. So we began with the Yamas and the Yamas book by Deborah Dell, and there are five ways that we interact with others and five ways that we interact with ourselves and basis of... Um, I kind of go back to the, the basis of our Christianity, or for me and my faith, and intertwine pretty well on that, of... Uh, not harming other people and not um, lying and and reverence for ourselves and non stealing other people's time and things like that. Um, so I didn't understand as much about them at the beginning. Reading them, I was like, "Yeah, I've heard this before. It kind of sounds familiar." On it, but as I continue through my practice and getting through those two hundred hours, I still go back to those. And want to relate that, not in the yamas and yamas, also with the Christianity perspective and the um, yoga sutras of Patanjali, too. And just interesting how how you can phrase things differently and still be getting the same message of it's important to be self-care and it's important to care for others and be respective of yourself and be respective of others. So... That's the basic premise I'm going to leave you with on that part on it. Um, We also then went into communication and how that communication is important, how that we talk with a class that 
not uh, we use inclusive language, and so a lot of ing words and transformational language they call it, and that was important um, in my style of learning. I didn't know that that was any different than any other kind of yoga style of learning. Um, later, became came to find out that that was, but it was very good. Uh, um, for me to go into the we are doing things that we are allowing ourselves to breathe that we are in this together because it allowed me to be with the class um, and rather than directing my professional life spent a lot of time directing yes I was a leader and and working well alongside with them doing anything I needed to do and so I felt we but I'm not sure that I always talked we in that language um, in a professional setting so that was a little bit of an eye opener. And then we started to learn even more about ourselves and our chakras and energy wheels that are spinning through our body like little vortexes. And they're attached to our spine and, and there's many in our body of energy points, but those uh, energy wheels are seven major ones along our spine that we learned about. And they were rights. They're our right to be grounded and safe, um, our right to have feelings and our right to do things to our willpower, our right to love and be loved, our right to express ourselves communicatively in speech and and um, our right to see things for what they are and, and our intuition and our right to be connected to a divine or, or God or whatever it may be for you. For me, it's a God. And as we studied through those, that probably is where it became the really eye-opening to me that as we said affirmations, that I have a right to these things, that um, I was kind of, I was enjoying summer, doing a lot of fun stuff, the wonder and everything, but to say those kind of things over and over and then to start to believe that you have a right to do those things, and so that's kind of where, after that point, it came to the retirement of my full-time career that I ever wanted to do, what was I feeling, what was I needing to do. And so I made that choice um, kind of after some of that introspection from yoga of I have a right to do just whatever. And, you know, whatever works out. It's not always right or wrong. It's just different. And that's one of the things I've come to accept is it's not right or wrong. It's just different. And so um, after that retirement, at the end of the year, then I became a full-time yoga student and put a lot of trainings on the calendar and a lot of books for those trainings were required and I took a specialty track for uh, trauma-informed um, training so how do we deal with PTSD and, and trauma backgrounds and be able to use yoga to help people feel and become aware of their bodies a lot of times we disassociate from our bodies when we've gone through trauma or we become so much on autopilot that we kind of disassociate from what's really going on and um, so that particular track had a lot to do with reading about how our body holds in emotions, how it holds in trauma, and that through yoga and poses and expression that we can let go of that, discharge that from our body, and become aware that that was a past. Into the current now, we bring ourselves into the present when we practice that just for today, how do we feel just for today, what do we want to do, what modifications do we want to make to our poses, you know, maybe it's not a full plank, maybe it's a kneeling plank. Um, we're, we just allow those choices. And so, you know, mainly through the trauma of learning is that open ourselves up, recognize the past, understand that the past is the past, bring ourselves to the present, 
and know that we have choices in our present that we can begin to hope for our future. And so those, um, it was pretty, pretty remarkable to go through that training for myself and to release a lot of things that I had been holding on to. Didn't even realize that they still had an effect on me. Um, and so that was, that was a um, crazy time. Um, I remember becoming emotionally sick from releasing some of the things that I had repressed probably into my body and stuff. And, and I mean, virus sick, thought I was having a virus, but no fever, but so many of the other symptoms that come along with a virus, crazy as it was. And then, um, the next, allowing that time for me to be sick because I couldn't do anything else, um, that evening that it was better by the next day. And that's how I knew I was emotionally sick. that I was just releasing a bunch of stuff. And that's why they also encourage massage um, as well, is that, you know, once a month or so that you get a massage so that your body can release some of those um, energies and um, emotions that are stored into our body. Some great books out there on that as well. And then we went into um, the, the histories of yoga and some of the foundations of it and tying those stories together and and bringing some of the magic, I guess, to it. You know, yoga is not a religion. Yoga is just a philosophy that intertwines with so many other things that comes out there and a sister um, philosophy or science to so many wonderful positive benefits that already may be in your life um, through your religion or, or studies or practices on it that it is more than just the poses. It is the breath. It is the meditation. It is the connection. It is the self-discovery. It is um, becoming the light within you and letting that shine on it is what it is to me. And then we um, brought that all together in our final study. And it was pretty remarkable when you can let yourself be in a trusted environment and in each of those yoga trainings, the wonderful people that are in them, that several of them got to be in the same classes as they were in locations close to us and we continued the same path, that you felt in a very trusted environment, that you felt very loved. There were people that I connected to right off that I felt their energy right off um, in some of the trainings and said, I have to just touch you, I have to feel that energy that I'm drawn to. Um, and throughout that practice and those trainings, you would get to come back and feel that love and energy in the room while you were studying practice, which allowed you to let your guard down. It allowed me to let my guard down. And so we would do our um, teacher practice, our master practice, is what we called it, and do our poses and link them together and their themes and whatever the study might be. And at the end, we would do our final shavasana and our final resting and really be able to go inward and um, enjoy that time more so than probably any other time that has ever been in my practice is when I'm at the teacher trainings and in those final moments. And in the last teacher training, I remember um, on one day, there's a two-day training, and I remember one of the days saying, it's okay, these tools are there. And I'd been worried about having tools, not knowing enough about them, harming someone with them rather than helping because they're so dynamic um, to release yourself. And I remember just feeling like there was 
you know, a voice that said, it's okay. It's okay. You know, you're not alone. And I know I'm not alone, that there are always resources around me and, and that there is a spirit and a guide. And so I felt like I was being guided to, <clears throat> to accept that I was reaching that point. And then with the, um, the next day when I did um, our final master class, we also did what's called a Kriya, where we're using our breath and we're doing a, a rhythm and, and a chant, kind of like three minutes. And, and I remember we were um, raising our hands to the top overhead and then bringing them to heart center and then leaning forward and touching the floor and coming back up and for three minutes just doing that top to middle to bottom with our bodies and and thinking, I can do this. Um, I can do this. I can I can I feel released to do this and empowerment to do this. And so that was in that practice as well that day. So when we came to Spinal Shavasana, Spinal Resting, um, she read a guided meditation and um, just talked about how that the person she's reading about let go. So let go of, of everything without having to plan it, without having all the calendars, without all of the planners, without seeking the advice of everyone that they knew, without getting confirmation that she just let go. And it was so much more and with the basic premises. I remember when she started reading that, that I saw me in that very easily, that I have multiple planners. I have a calendar view, a daily view. Um, I have so many books that just spill out over my nightstand. I'll straighten them up, and then before you know it, I've reached out and got another book and just continued to learn about them. And um, I think there was some hesitation about offering that beyond... um, what I'd already just been doing. And so in that practice that day, I got to let go. And when I did, I felt my heart lift. Um, it was open and I felt it, I felt an energetic rise and lift in my heart. And I felt light, like so light. And I, I saw light. Um, I saw just light without an image, without a body shape, without a judgment, without preconceived notions of what it was to be it was just being and it was yellow and um, surrounding and beautiful and I just let go and what will be will be in the rest of my days what my rest of my yoga journey the rest of whatever God provides for me um, in this moment I remember coming out and almost had a tattoo that said in this moment that I wanted to do because I remember that being the strongest um, mantra that came out of my trauma informed is in this moment, everything is okay. In this very moment, everything is okay. And the next moments will work themselves out and whatever moments have happened in the past, well, they're gone. They're part of who maybe who I am, but if there's something hurtful, they can't hurt me anymore that I can choose to let go of that pain body. I can choose to see what was going on at the time that whatever was going on. I can show myself some grace for whatever was going on at that time that was causing me pain. And I can show others grace for whatever was causing me pain that they were doing to me as well. And it's okay. You just let go. And you don't have to have it all figured out. And for my personality, anyone who knows me, I check the boxes... I have it all figured out. 
or did. And now I don't. And I'm teaching um, at a local studio a couple of days a week and teaching some private clients uh, yoga and I'm going to begin a lecture series on on how our body holds trauma and work with that chair yoga and bring that in, see how that goes. And, and there, I see so many possibilities because I see it as such an opener for, for people at different stages of what they're ready for. I think what I was worried about is that I would have to give all of it at one time and there's no way to do that. And one of the other things that came out of it, I took yoga addiction and recovery and that trauma formed and I had someone come up to me and offer uh, for me to attend an Al-Anon course or, or Al-Anon meeting with them. And so I've begun that journey recently too and that acceptance of being able to work around other people that you can't make decisions for. And that intertwined with the non-attachment of yoga and study and our Christianity backgrounds of, of letting God take care of what he needs to take care of and us surrendering our human will um, to find our own peace and serenity for what we can be responsible for is all coming together. All of those paths come together, just like with everyone else's life, things along your way, you may have seen a pattern of things that come together. And maybe someday that our paths will cross and that there'll be one one part of it and it just may begin on the mat. It may just begin with just you getting to do something to open your arms wide, open up your heart, to do a stretch that you thought you'd never be able to do and just be who you are and accept who you are and allow yourself to feel and be aware of who you are. And Maybe it just starts at the mat. Maybe for some it just starts with some meditation that we begin to practice. Um, just allowing our mind to have a break. That it's important with the muscle of our mind as it is any other muscle in our body that we allow it to rest as well. And so learning together how to let that rest. Finding tools, finding resources that helps us and guides us through meditations um, as we learn how to sit still and how to surrender. And then what we begin to notice is all the sights and sounds around us and the blessings of life itself. And we begin to know that even the best laid plans sometimes don't get met. And that's okay. It's perfectly okay. So I hope that you've enjoyed following that yoga journey through and that you're celebrating with me as we reach this milestone and that our paths will cross and that I'll be able to share some of this blessing and joy of different parts of the yoga that I've learned with you and if not directly with me that you'll be interested enough to find someone else or to go to a class or just begin to read and research on your own whatever you do Whatever passion that you have inside, my hope for you is that you just say, why not? And you just do it. Have fun. Go out. Live life. And fly. <laughs>